they say if we'll only avoid, avoid any confrontation with the enemy, he'll forget his evil ways and learn to love us. I am confused. Being philosophically consistent and being a very honest person, I'm sure you can tell me where God came from. That you're thinking of the wrong, uh, obviously it displays, that you're thinking of the wrong God. Because the God of the Bible is not affected by time, space, or matter. If he's, if he's affected by time, space, or matter, he's not God. Here's the Philosophically Poetic Show. What is up? What is happening? You are tuned into yet another week of Philosophically Poetic right here on Active FM. I'm your girl, Nalzi Lee, and this week we are going to do a guide on singleness 10 steps on the perfect way to be single. It's a guide on being single. But before we get onto the show, we're going to get into the fact of the week. Did you know when humans take a breath, they replace only 15% of the air in their lungs with fresh air? While when dolphins take a breath, they replace 90% of the air in their lungs with fresh air. But I guess they would need that because then they go underwater. And then like... Wait, do they take breaths underwater? No, they come up to take breaths. So I guess they'd need to replace 90%. This was me in my house trying to replace at least 30% of the breath in my lungs through breathing quite heavily. Um, I almost died. Don't try it. But dolphins really are the ones. Before we get into the 10 steps to being perfectly single, we are going to get into some music.
Wanna Be Happy by Kirk Franklin and DJ Smooth did the remix on this one. Absolutely love it. So, what are the 10 steps on being single? What is the guide on being single? Number one, align your focus. Fixating on what you don't have is never fun. The grass is greener mentality blends up one big mess of jealousy, obsessiveness, and takes the peace out of your life so make sure that you align your focus with what you do have instead of focusing on what you don't have and what the grass looks like on the other side i once believed this saying that the grass is greener on the other side once upon a time in my life and then i heard another saying where they said the grass is greener where you water it so maybe you need to start watering the grass in your singleness and it'll be greener than the grass on the other side i don't know it's just a tip number two tailor your time if you spend time and energy focusing on someone special there's no time or energy left for us when people are newly single they focus on someone else or even when you're in a relationship i mean not that I've ever gotten a relationship right because I'm not married, but I do know that even when you are in a relationship, you need time for yourself uh, to focus and build on your own. And then you guys come together, obviously, when you guys come together. Not to say that you must always be by yourself, but you do need that balance between this is my relationship and this is who I am without my relationship. So making sure that you spend time and energy also focusing on yourself and not putting your whole identity into the relationship because then it becomes weird. And then number three, find besties who are in the same place. There is no harder thing than listening to your BFF talk about the boyfriend drama. So find people who are still single if you are still hashtag single. I would say there's a balance because like i would say no that is rubbish advice actually because you need to be the type of person that doesn't get jealous of other people or that is that can be happy for other people and it doesn't mean now if your friend finds another friend now you must leave this friend and go and find another bestie that's single then that one gets in a relationship now they can't be your bestie anymore now you have to go and find that's weird it's toxic and it's not okay it's fine for your friend to be in a relationship and it's also fine for you to be single while being friends with someone that's in a relationship it's not a weird imbalance i feel like in yourself you just need to be confident enough in your singleness and built up enough in, in your singleness that you're able to hear the stories about their relationship and whatever and not fall into a place where you're like oh my gosh i feel like i want to die and then you end up getting into the wrong relationship so i would say no to that one number four people can sense confidence own it know your worth know your strength and then she goes on to say for me as a christian this has been a spiritual journey finding my identity in nothing but jesus is truthfully daunting and difficult task but it relieves the stress and pressure of a secular society telling us what our identity is and where our identity must come from so you need to make sure that you know your worth and know your strength i think the biggest thing i've learned in discovering what my worth is is that not everybody is worth it so they sometimes where 
in the past, I would be so desperate to be in a relationship with someone that I would overlook all the red flags that that person has. And you see red flags all the time. And for me, when I sit down and write down the red flags and I write down the pros, I'm like, oh my word, there's so many more red flags than there are good things about this person. What the heck am I thinking? But knowing your worth, you start realizing who you are and you start realizing what you will take and what you won't take but you also start realizing the standard that god has and the standard that you will or will not accept in a guy and i would say that is the biggest thing that i've learned growing up with a dad where we had a rocky relationship i ran to guys to find my identity and now that i have a nice solid relationship with god it's like my standard has increased because i see how god treats me i see how my relationship with god is and how beautiful and precious that relationship is and now i'm like that's what i want from a guy like i'll accept nothing less hey like i'm not even joking with you i was talking to god the other day i was like "Mm -mm -mm -mm." god you cheat me too good for me to allow a guy to come and treat me like anything here no not gonna happen so knowing your worth definitely does come through come through you building a relationship with god and you knowing who you are in god and through that you will know what the 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 do's and don'ts are what you will take and what you won't take and you start finding that the group of people is quite narrow once you start doing that and even in that narrow group there's time so you're like god but i don't want this person and god is like that's the best person for you and you're like no i don't want them they suck so definitely know your identity in god doesn't mean you'll never date anyone obviously people are not perfect so no guy is gonna be like god is to me i understand that i'm not saying that he must become i I know he won't be able to but there's certain characteristics and stuff that i take from my relationship with god that i definitely do want with my relationship with a partner for example and then number five may the force be with you uh i think it took her 25 i'm gonna read directly from her so i don't have to say this weird she says i think it took me 25 years to realize i can't force anything in life when you are forcing things, they aren't meant to be. Life is just plain difficult. Nothing's going right. You're getting all frustrated. There's no peace. You have a crappy feeling and you're not sleeping well. You're dreaming weird things. You know how it goes. Don't force something that just simply isn't meant to be. Let the force be with you and not against you. Pray about it, write about it, or go to counseling from a friend, a leader, whoever you trust, and make Make sure that you are in a place of complete peace about whatever you're getting into. I would say that I think this year life has become so much simpler for me because instead of me trying to force things, I've seen how God is just bringing things into my life. And sometimes I feel like, no, God, it's too much or take this away or like, please just stop. Let me breathe. And like God just keeps bringing like all these different opportunities and stuff into my life. And I'm just like, wow, I'm not forcing anything. I'm not battling against anything. I'm just in a state of being where Everything is flowing and everything's happening. And when I find myself forcing something again, because it's our human nature to try to, I then can stop myself and go, wait, why does this feel too hard? And once it starts feeling hard, I'm like, ah, ah, ah. then I have to go back and pray about it, get my peace back and then keep moving forward. So definitely making sure that you keep your peace. 
um, God works through peace. So if your peace is unsettled, then whatever it is, is not right for you and it's not from God. So definitely listening to the peace um, inside of you and not forcing things to happen. So not forcing to be in a relationship that doesn't work. My last relationship, literally this guy transformed into everything I wanted because I told him from the beginning what I wanted and he became everything I wanted. And sometimes it would be hard because he'd do stuff and I'd be like, but dude, this is what we do. And I felt like I was teaching. I don't even know how to explain. I felt like I was teaching him how to be the guy I wanted him to be instead of him molding me and leading me, if that makes sense. And I got to a point where I was like, I really cannot do this. And that relationship wasn't right for me. And I see that now because he totally changed. He was one person when he was in a relationship with me. And now he's a totally different person. I mean, when I look at the stuff he's doing now, I'm like, there's no way that was the person that I was in a relationship with. I don't even know how we'd begin to have a conversation because that's how different the people are from the person I was in a relationship with to the person he was then. But I realized he never changed. He was just pretending. And that's what happens when you force things. That's why I'm staying far away from forcing any relationship because I don't want to get into what I was in before. Then number six is cheat yourself. Honestly, though, you need to spend um, time, money, everything on yourself. You need to cheat yourself. You need to learn who you are. You need to learn stuff about yourself. I remember... Someone saying, I can't remember who it was, but they were speaking about the fact that before they got into a relationship, they dated themselves. And they said, I know me because I dated me. And the person who was interviewing them laughed. And they're like, no, for real, I dated me. I got to know myself. I spent time with myself. I treated myself. I, I, I got to know who I was. And obviously they meant it in the context of through God. I don't want you to now me time becomes your life, but they got to know who they were and they dated themselves. They started seeing their flaws and started fixing that. They started seeing all of these different things. By the time they got into a relationship, they were a whole person because they had already um, gone through all the steps and all the processes of learning who they are, learning um, what ticks they have, learning their insecurities and all of that. And you don't get that from yourself. God needs to show you what your insecurities are. Then you fix that. God needs to show you who you are. Cause sometimes we lose our identity going through life and then you start acting as that person. God brings so many situations in your life where when you truly invest in your singleness, the right way, he starts teaching you and guiding you in ways that you otherwise would not ever have known. And that getting to know yourself and becoming whole is what you need to step into the next relationship. Number seven, don't play the comparison game. Your coworkers, best friend, sister's timeline is their own and it's not yours. Comparing yourself to others timeline has been the issue and this needs to stop. You need to stop figuring out what other people have and what you should have based on other people and start figuring out what you need to have based on where you are. And I know it's it's a big struggle, especially with social media. You look at people and you're like, how on earth does this person have that, 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 and they married and that, and that, and that, and they only 20. And you, you start thinking to yourself, there's something wrong with me, but that's their timeline. That's not your timeline. And you don't know what's happening in their lives. It's very easy 
in the superficial world to start comparing yourself to other people, other relationships. So you compare your relationships to other people's relationships. So you compare your singleness journey. Maybe you've been single for 16 years and this person was just newly single for two years and they found the perfect person and now they married. Don't compare yourself basically to anyone or anything. Ask God where you need to be. Ask God where you're going and follow that. And then number eight, hobbies are totally underrated i feel like many people don't have hobbies but you need to get hobbies start doing stuff you enjoy and i started doing this i added into my work schedule because my work schedule was literally work 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 sleep literally i think the only breaks i took was to eat and that wasn't even a break because i eat and work which is insane but i switched that up and i started um adding hobbies into my work day so at a certain time i'll do a hobby that day and the hobby changes every single day so i'm not doing the same thing every single day but at the same time i'm learning stuff i wish i could tell you what my hobbies are but that would be weird i'll tell you maybe one um one of them is gardening so sometimes during the day i'll go out into the garden and i'll do some gardening which i love gardening it's like oh my word it's 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 you clear your mind through God. I don't even know how else to explain it. It's amazing. It's incredible. So one of my hobbies is gardening. So some days in the week I will garden, for example. And then, um, yeah, I just picked up certain hobbies and it's teaching me stuff. I enjoy doing. I never thought I'd enjoy gardening in my life, but I actually really do. And I'm learning all these different things and I'm doing all these different hobbies, which is actually helping me, um, not only in distracting me from not thinking about, oh my word, when am I going to get married and all of that stuff, but I'm actually learning and growing from the stuff that I do on the side. For example, learning a language and all of that stuff that I'm doing. So definitely get a hobby, start doing something that you enjoy. I'm reading now as well. I'm forcing myself to read because I got out of the habit of it. So doing stuff like that where you are, adding excitement to your life. Life doesn't have to always be boring, but you can add things that excite you in your life as well. Number nine, there is such a thing as perfect timing. I know we hear this all the time, but it will. many people say it will happen when you least expect it, or it will happen when you're happy with you, or just wait on God's timing. But there is such a thing as perfect timing. And I think I've come to terms with this thing of perfect timing this year. Because <laughs> as I've been reading the Bible, which is one of the things that I've also added into my work day is just reading the word is that I read a verse that was speaking about the fact that God planned our lives before the foundations of the earth were laid. And I've heard this verse many times. I've read it before and nothing. But then I read it and I really read it. And the fact that he planned my life before the foundations of the earth were laid. Me, by name, Nolene. He has a perfect plan for my life. Means he knows the perfect timing of when the guy's going to come into my life because he perfectly planned my life. So I don't need to go. I need to get married next year or this year or whenever because when you trust God and when you trust that his plans for you are good because his plans are good, then you'll start. you'll stop going, I need to make sure and I need to rush and do this and you'll start going, okay, God, bring it when you bring it. And when you bring it is the perfect time because he knows everything about your life and he looked at your life and he said 
the man will come whenever he said the man will come in your life. And that time he knew that this would happen before that would happen. You'd need to learn this. You'd need to grow here. You'd need to do that. You need to do that. And if that didn't happen, then your guys' relationship would fall apart and you guys would end up breaking each other instead of um, being perfect together. So there is such a thing as perfect timing. And I believe it 100% because I do know that my God planned my life way before time. So I know that, um, he definitely will bring good things into my life at the perfect timing. Number 10, throw your hair back and just simply enjoy life. Can we enjoy our lives? Like, oh, life can get so overwhelming and hectic and all of that. But just take little moments in your day, in your life, just to be in the moment. We live in a world where people don't exist in the moment anymore. We are in the moment right now and we hanging out with friends or we hanging out with our partner or we in church or whatever. And we're so busy thinking about, I need to do this tomorrow or what's going to happen with this. I need to finish this. And your mind is not even in the moment. You're not present. You are there, but you're not present in the moment. And that's how life passes you by when you constantly think about the next day or next week. I can't wait for next week. Be in the moment. Stop waiting for next week. Next week is going to come next week. You'll think about next week when next week comes, but just be present in the moment. It doesn't mean don't plan. So I'm not saying don't plan, but I'm saying if you're constantly worrying and stressing about tomorrow or if you constantly your excitement for the whole week is for Friday, that's your biggest excitement. Then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Thursday, you you have not lived in that moment because you've just been waiting for Friday. And there's been stuff that has happened in those four days that you've missed completely because you were so excited for Friday. And not to say that Friday is not exciting, yay. But learn to be in the moment and learn to exist in the moment and learn to start enjoying every single moment in life. And I run cell with old people, and that's one of the biggest things they've taught me. They are present. When they are with you, they are with you. I remember sitting with one of the old ladies, and she was telling us her stories and all of that stuff. And I remember sitting there because before this, let me, let me give you guys a background. Before this, they had just told me that a guy drove into the old age home and he got hijacked <laughs> in the old age home. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, <laughs> I'm driving in here and like people are hijacking people in here. And obviously they had amped up their security. And I say that in inverted commas because it's a lady by the gate writing down people's registrations and the details so oh anyway later on that afternoon we're sitting with this lady and i had driven to sort of her, where her house is her house is close to the gate and i'd parked close to the gate and she's talking to me about her life and her kids and giving life advice and it was a really good conversation but i missed all of it because in my mind i'm like trying to see where the car is and i can't see through the windows i'm like stupid window and i'm like oh my word it's almost three o'clock i need to leave because at three there's stuff i need to do and then i'm my mind is everywhere mainly with the car and i'm praying i'm like god please help me they're not gonna hijack my car i don't know what car time then it's not there and then like now i need to and i'm not even in the moment i was not in that moment and afterwards i was like you were not present in that moment 
you were worrying about outside. You were worrying about the time because old people talk. If there's one thing about old people, you're worrying about so many things that you were not able to be present in the moment and people pick up on that. But never mind people picking up on that. You're not living your life. You are worried about whatever. And the car was there when I came outside and whatever I needed to do at three got done that day. So instead of worrying in that moment, I could have really engaged with her and been in that moment but we live in a generation especially because of social media and all of that we are not in the moment we either on our phone we're overthinking we're doing so many things so live enjoy life and be present in the moment don't be like me last week because that's not me today (laughs) but we definitely need to learn how to just be in the moment so we have been talking about the guide to singleness i think she laid it out perfectly and um, I absolutely loved every single point that she had written in her blog and I honestly believe that if we do these 10 things even if you just pick up one of them no I'm gonna lie because I always hear people saying even if you just pick up one tip please try pick up all of them because you don't watch something or listen to something just to pick up one tip if you pick up all 10 of these things and you just start applying them every single day even if it's imperfectly if you start applying them then you'll start seeing how your life will get better and how your life will change and I'll end with this I was watching a video on relationships Don't ask me why, because I'm single. But the guy was basically speaking about how to be in a relationship and not argue with your partner. And one of the tips he gave was that you need to let them know of the thing that you want them to do without arguing or without being condescending. So, for example, the example he gave was, for example, if you come home and your partner is watching TV And they don't come to the door to greet you. But that's something you would really like them to do. And in your mind, you're like, but why wouldn't you come and greet me? Why aren't you excited to see me? We haven't seen each other the whole day. Now, what you would do is then sit them down and say, you know, when I come home, I'm really anxious from the day. I'm really stressed out. I'm feeling insecure and all of this stuff. It would really be nice if you came to greet me by the door. And then he said something that I did not expect. He said, then you allow them to do it terribly. That's something as humans we don't want to do. Because like I told you to do it, now you're doing it with an attitude. He said, allow them to do it with an attitude for the first few times or for however long it takes them. And reward them every single time they do it. Even if they do it terribly, allow them. And then eventually they will start doing it on their own because then they will subconsciously know that it's something they enjoy doing because they get rewarded for doing it. So it's basically like training them. But I don't want to say you're training them, but you are. (laughs) And he said, do that. And I, I took that piece of advice for every single part of my life because you need to allow yourself to do stuff terribly because i don't allow myself to do that if you're learning something allow yourself to do it terribly and reward yourself every time you do it even if you do it horribly even if you do it with an attitude as long as you've done it reward yourself and eventually it'll become habitual for you to do it and you'll start doing prop doing it properly and even with this these 10 steps do it allow yourself to do it badly but do it many times we do things badly and we're like i don't want to do it anymore because i do it badly allow yourself to do it terribly just do it That's all.
That's the vibe. If you take nothing else from this video, take this. Allow yourself to do things terribly. Not meaning that you do it for the rest of your life terribly, but honestly, allow yourself to learn. And learning sometimes means you'll do things badly. But also the people around you. If you teaching them, I hate saying teaching, but if you're teaching them how to do something, because people can't read each other's minds. I think when we're in a relationship, we want to read each other's minds. Allow them to do it terribly for the first few however many times they need to allow them to do it with an attitude whatever just keep telling them you know i really enjoyed when you do this thank you so much for doing that even if they did it terribly next time they're going to do it better the next time they're going to do it better it really is training this is disgusting advice i'm getting no it's proper advice but make sure that you do these 10 steps even if you do it badly the first few times just keep doing it and keep rewarding yourself for doing it and you'll end up seeing that your single life would be on point and you'll start seeing how you'll start enjoying your life not only in your singleness but in your relationships with family because sometimes people do things that make us angry so we need to train them <laughs> on how to not do things terribly and make sure that you do that but make sure that you share this show out with your uncle sisters grandparents brothers friends everybody that you know it's the only time that you can do the most so why not do the most but for another week this is your girl nazi lee signing out peace out and god bless you bye enjoying the active fm shows well then catch us on instagram at active fm triple seven as well as YouTube at ActiveFM and our website www.activefm.co.za Don't stop, don't hesitate Find, follow and enjoy us on all our different platforms You don't want to miss out